and good morning and welcome to VSA Capital. VSA Capital said it twice. Sorry about that. Wednesday, the 1st of March. Pinch the punch, 1st of the month. Um, how are you doing, Paul? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm off to uh, Toronto later today on the um, BA99 flight at 5.05 p.m. What excitement. It's going to be, be a little bit cold over the weekend, looks like. Minus two or so. Uh, well, that's during the day. At night, it's going to be minus nine. <laughs> uh, so bring when you come out, bring your woolly hat. I've got mine packed. Oh yeah, um, my long underwear too. <laughs> now you're giving us more detail than we need, Paul, right? Um, but of course, I will be attending all the pre-PDAC conferences, of which there are two. Um, and so that's about 200 companies I've got to sit and listen through. No chance of me doing that. One of them happens to be in the hotel I'm staying at. There's a little choice, but to listen to a few of them. There we go. Uh, we will obviously, uh, at some stage, we'll have all three of us out there. So I'm not sure how we'll do this five-minute morning minor, but we'll find some way of doing something and keeping everybody up to speed with what we see. Uh, but let's turn to today and let's start, Paul, with um, actually our corporate alchemy. And obviously, they've got the Tees Valley lithium hydroxide plant, and they've uh, basically cutting a deal with the new owners, aren't they, of, of British Vault? Yes, that's right. Uh, Recharge, which is a special SPAC that's backed by New York Private Equity, has closed the deal to uh, acquire the uh, British Volt uh, assets, which were in, in administration. It's an Australian lithium-ion battery company and also building a battery plant in Australia. But this is to continue the initiative uh, of, Brit, um, of the uh, cell plant of British Volt in the UK. Uh, TVL, the Tees Valley Lithium, and now to negotiate a deal with Recharge in order to jointly source uh, spodumene for the TVL processing facilities uh, such that they can then supply battery chemical to the uh, British Volt plant. And that's uh, essentially the news release that was made today. Yeah, now let's stay on lithium because actually there's some news out late yesterday that really caught my eye. And that was a $375 million loan potentially from the Department of Energy in the USA for lithium cycle holdings, which is actually a New York Stock Exchange listed uh, battery recycling company. The reason it really caught my eye is number one, it's the size of the amount of money being thrown around in the States. And this is something we keep going on about. But also Lithium Cycle, one of the, the biggest shareholders in this is TechMet, which is the UK fund run by Brian Manel, uh, that we find very interesting and talk with a lot. Uh, what's that all about, Paul? Yes, uh, this is Lifecycle Holdings, and this loan is specifically to build uh, the HydroMet facility, what uh, Lifecycle calls the Rochester Hub, uh, which will be in New York State uh, in the vicinity of the city of Rochester, New York. And what that is, is uh, the Rochester hub is designed to be able to uh, recycle uh, spent uh, batteries, uh, decompose them down and uh, recombine them back to lithium or back to battery grade chemicals, uh, specifically with uh, lithium, uh, with their hydromet uh, facility and processes. The loan is intended to be for up to 12 years of financial close at 10-year U.S. Treasury rates and expected to occur on a closing uh, sometime in the second quarter of this year. So it's definitely big money going toward the uh, um, end of the life cycle of batteries uh, for um, 
domestic circular economy initiatives in the United States? I mean, it, it's big money and clearly lithium recycling, if you can achieve it, is going to be pretty important because it cuts down on the number of lithium mines you want. But it's still not really easy and it's still very expensive. Um, I think anybody who knows and listens to the Tech and Transitional Energy podcast that we do weekly will know that I'm constantly saying all of these uh, long duration energy funds that have got all these lithium ion batteries out all over the place saying that it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. They have not allowed for recycling those batteries. There is no decommissioning factor in there. When these batteries get to the end of their life, which is only about seven years, they are going to get caught out with a massive wallop. Uh, and cost to, de to uh, decommission and try and get these batteries recycled. But it's a very interesting space. And, and you know, it's interesting that the US government obviously is pouring in lots of money. At the moment, the UK government, it's got a big decision. Jaguar Land Rover, owned by Tata, it's going to be the future of EVs for Jaguar Land Rover. They have basically said there's two weeks to decide whether to build their factory in the southwest of England or build it in Spain. You want it in England, you've got to cough up 500 million pounds is what they're saying. You probably have to cough up 500 million pounds. But, you know, this government has got to decide, are we in the EV race or are we not? And at the moment, they're not making a decision, which is bad. Right. That was a bit of a rant for me. I apologize for that. Uh, Paul, back to mining. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, two two quick things before we wrap up here. First of all, uh, polymetal, the uh, a Russian and Kazakh gold producer has released a new reserve and resource statement for group wide, and it's a documents a nine percent year on year drop in reserves down to twenty seven point eight million ounces. Mineral resources uh, uh, also uh, given the but that grew by five percent year on year to twenty five point eight million ounces. And we're still waiting for the board to make a final decision on just how they will deal uh, with uh, the um, division or intended division of their Russian from their um, Kazakh assets uh, on behalf of uh, shareholders. So, uh, but this statement alone was just about reserves. And then uh, also wanted to mention too this uh, action by uh, President Biden in the USA on Monday. And what that did is it essentially adopted the waiver provisions in the De Defense Pro Production Act of 1950 on the sec uh, securing of raw materials and procurement of that technology around them. And what that what that waiver does is it uh, essentially gives uh, the uh, Department of Defense uh, a, a blank check in order to go out and do deals uh, for any uh, kind of uh, upstream and midstream um, and raw materials and processing in mining uh, for the United States. Uh, so it's a really good news for the lithium people trying to develop in Nevada, for instance, like Atlantic uh, lithium, uh, or excuse me, like American lithium uh, as well. So as, you're getting a bit confused there. Atlantic lithium is in Africa. That's uh, right, but American, American lithium, lithium yeah, is in the United States. Uh, so that's this and as well as some aim listed firms like Brad Ahead, if they come up with something economic in Arizona uh, and uh, other raw material producers too, um, like copper and uh, other uh, materials. So great news uh, in the United States. Well, and yeah. you can also find more comments on it on my LinkedIn post I put up yesterday. I think you're fine, Paul. Also, they probably the Department of Defense in America would like to get hold of some more tungsten because it's being uh, 
Rather a lot of it is being used in Ukraine, so uh, that could be very good news for tungsten. Yes, it could, uh, because it needs to be reactivated in the United States, and there are several good, uh, uh, interesting deposits there in Nevada as well. Sounds like we need a trip to Nevada. All right, Paul, uh, <laughs> I'll let you and Ollie do the, the five-minute morning line for the rest of this week, and we'll work out how we do it next week. Uh, thank you. Very good. See you.